Recently, there was an incident with Spider-Man. <laughs> what man? Spider-Man. He, he has the powers of a spider. Gross. Does he look like a spider? No, no, more like a man. Climbs walls, shoots webs. Yeah, bingo. Out of his butt? No. Oh, well, maybe, I don't know. Honestly, I hope not. And welcome back to A Stark Contrast, where we discuss the differences and similarities from Marvel Comics to their MCU counterparts. And we are your hosts, Jeffrey. And I. Hello, hello, and welcome back. And welcome back, Jeff. Yes. <laughs> well, we are freezing. We're freezing. <laughs> California is cold. It's for very California. cold. And I, I love, I've been. I love the cold. I've been seeing my temperature in my in my car whenever I'm driving. I'm just like 45, yeah. 48, yeah. 50, 55. And I'm <laughs> All like. All the East Coasters are like. <laughs> I know. And I'm like, yes. yes. But yeah, I saw a funny post on Instagram the other day and it was like. You just need to understand, California cold is 30 degrees colder than the coldest on the other side of, of the nation. I would, and I, was I like, just, yeah, actually. Yeah, I just, I texted Sam this the other day. I was like, because we had just gone to Denver and we went to Denver. It was cold. Yeah. It was, it's, it was like 20 degrees at night. Mm-hmm. You know, like it was cold, but it's like, oh, you know, we're, we're chilling. We're still fine. I, then I texted her. I was like, is it colder in California than it is like cold in in, in Denver. Yeah. And she was like, oh, it's it's like, it feels way it's colder weird, right? here. <laughs> yeah. It feels way colder here. And I'm like, I would agree. Yeah. But yeah, obviously 20 degrees is obviously clo- colder. Yeah. But when it's cold in California, it's like, holy crap. There's something about it. There's something I about mean, it. I mean, I love it. I, yeah, I'm all So I love it. seeing people that are like complaining, like, oh my God, it's so cold. I'm like, you better. There's this thing called winter. Yeah, I mean, I I get to wear hoodies. I yeah. get to wear sweats. Who doesn't? I get want to wear a to? beanie. I agree. Uh, yeah, I get to wear Love gloves, <laughs> cozy socks, cozy socks, yeah. man, all the things, but cozy yeah. slippers like I'm wearing. Yeah, yeah, man. We are back. I'm all for the hoodie life. Yeah, we are, <laughs> we're back. We are out of the colder climates of the East Coast. I'm still dealing with some nasal sinus pressure. Oh, that's pressure. right. Is that yeah? Yeah, that was that was our, during our last episode. Um, Columbus was great, thanks to the Galaxy Con and Cadence Comic Art Crew. Woo. Um, oh, you know what? I wanted to kind of start this episode, or at least this this segment. Uh, a good friend of mine, Cass, gave me the Marvel Funko Advent Calendar. I saw, or I see. Uh, yes, and and there are. They're on the 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 thing over there, the console. Oh, you're <laughs> by day. You're by the taking day, them out. yes. And so I, I reserved two days for us to open, and so thirteen and fourteen respectively. Oh, as we're recording, so we are gonna do this. You, would you like to open? Screw one, it. Sir? We do it live. <laughs> so pick your number. Thirteen or fourteen? Yeah. Lucky number thirteen. Hey ho, Taylor Swift. Oh shoot! I opened my thumb opened, <laughs> but I won't look at it. It's it's in a plastic bag. Okay. You know, they're not very uh earth Sir, conscious. <laughs> I'm in that. I can't I got big <laughs> fingers. There you go. There you go. Who did I give me that box back? Get. Yeah, who is it? Hold on, I have to go off mic. <laughs> yeah, so uh so thanks again, Cass, for this fun thing. I forgot all about the advent calendar thing, right? I was like, Oh yeah, this is a thing thing. 
footage you got? Oh! Who is it? Is it, is it the same? They're, well, there are variants. Oh, okay. Yeah. I got another version of Christmas Groot. Oh, is it Baby Groot? Baby Groot. Christmas tree. I don't he know. Has, maybe? Is oh, it a no. different present, maybe? This looks like a brighter star than oh, that maybe. one. Yeah. Maybe. And then I have here. Oh, my God. What is that? Glittery gingerbread Captain Marvel. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that cool? They have a gingerbread line. It's really cute. <laughs> looks like almost looks like a she has French fries on the top of her head. <laughs> <laughs> this is the McDonald, Captain McDonald. <laughs> oh yeah, she's got a stand and everything. So yeah, so uh, yeah, it's about halfway through the calendar, and uh, I'll have a full set of uh, lovely little mini Marvels <laughs> by Hell the end of yeah. the, uh, the month. Yeah, so that's fun. Thanks, Cass. Um, in Marvel news, did you hear that Iron Man is official? The film is officially in the Library of Congress National Film Registry. I just, I think I saw that in passing today on <laughs> yeah. Twitter. So I guess the, the, the film registry itself adds films every year to their library. Yeah. It's everything like that I just said. Like iconic movies that yeah. like, pro- like, is it like movies that like, like mean so much in pop culture, I'm yeah, assuming? Yeah, I believe so because uh, the other films that went into the the vault if you will with with iron man were carrie the original the little mermaid and when harry met sally oh i love (laughs) the little mermaid so much (laughs) i feel like people would never know that about you and i love that oh you don't even know oh yeah i know those i know that i I sing that i sing that song are you super excited for the uh, the the, hell yeah yeah yeah. oh my god yeah look at this stuff isn't it neat hell yeah my collection's complete (laughs) oh yeah wouldn't you think i'm the girl the girl who has everything oh oh yeah dude oh (laughs) i've watched the sing-along on on disney plus of that movie It's, oh, it is truly one of the best. Though. It's like, so good. Honestly. Yeah. I used to, I used to borrow the soundtrack from my cousin and I just like wear it out. Um, but yeah, it, that the Iron Man first, very makes first, sense. the one that kicked it all off is, is officially sense. in the vault. Yeah. I was like, yeah. that's pretty freaking iconic. So, uh, that's awesome. Um, but in, in, in slightly bigger news. So we had some trailer drops. Yes. We had the Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Trailer. Oh my god! I feel like that happened before. I know. Oh no! It, it did it. it literally, we recorded our episode, yeah. and then and the- then it dropped. <laughs> we had some charm timing <laughs> with oh that my one. Gosh! So I don't know. Should we quickly talk about oh, that? Yeah. Well, into this, let's talk about into the Spider Verse. Okay. Real quick. Yeah, which is the other trailer that just dropped this week as well. Insane. It's I, wild. My mind still can't comp- comprehend how much. Yeah. <laughs> Spideys are gonna be in there. Jeff was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe how many Spider-Men there are." I was like, "There are hundreds more." That's why I'm glad there's people on the internet, yeah, who do the work for lazy people like me <laughs> and don't have to go frame by frame on the right. trailer and like, be like, "Oh, that's what yeah. that was sick." Like, like that carousel I sent you today. Yeah, with like, <laughs> I told Jeff the day it dropped. I was like, or yesterday rather, I was like. Yeah, here, here are all the ones that are in that four seconds. And he's like, oh, my God, there's so many. I was like, and it's only been 
four hours. <laughs> wait, wait till the end of the weekend. You'll know at least like a hundred of them. And literally today, yeah. somebody identified at least 20 or 30 that are in that tiny, tiny clip. It's, it's so insane. Which is so wild. Um, but yeah, yeah. Which one do you want to talk about first? Uh, <laughs> well, I saw Insomniac Spider-Man is there. Yes, he is. Holy crap. And MCU, apparently. I saw that. Yeah. And so. And my favorite's there. Well, two one of one of two of my favorites. Well, yeah, he's the favorite, but he just had clothes on. Bombastic Bagman. I was just gonna bring him up. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I hilarious. Love Bombastic Bagman. <laughs> oh, so good. Um, yeah, and, and of course a variety of different Spider Men, but of but we do see that there is also a variant of Jessica Drew that looks yes. very much like the classic version. So she's around there somewhere. And then also uh, a spin spinch spinstress which is mary yes. jane's uh alter ego in i forgot which earth but that's uh-huh. the earth where she and peter actually had a daughter yeah um spinneret there we go spinneret spinneret and then uh mayday parker yes uh who is peter and mj's daughter from another alternate universe as well as anya corazon mm-hmm. i totally butcher that but yeah she they Tons and tons of Spider-Men, women, children, people. Animals. Because <laughs> yeah, even like Man Spider was in there or Man Wolf, Spider Wolf oh, yes. was in there Spider- too. Yes, yeah, I saw that. I, there's a ton. We and then, wait. you know, my girl, yeah. Haley Steinfeld. Haley Steinfeld, back as Gwen Stacy. Love her. <laughs> Who, happy birthday to happy her. Happy birthday to her. Oh my goodness, 26? Yeah, she's 26. She's a baby. Um, she's the gorgeous best. baby. She's the same age as my girlfriend, so it's. Oh, is fun. she younger? Yeah. I would. I never knew that. Yeah. Huh, so it's you. like it's like I'm dating Haley Steinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, that's a high compliment in both ways, man. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's that's pretty cool. Uh, really excited. June, June second, twenty twenty three. Can't come soon enough. Yeah. So we'll see what develops from there. Um, I mean, even with the trailer, I still feel like we don't have a full feel for what exactly the film is going to be. But like clearly Spider-Man 2099, AKA Oscar Isaac is playing a huge role. Yeah. And, and something has transpired among the spider fam that we know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm sure like we'll get another trailer, maybe final trailer in three months months or so. Yeah. Most likely. Um, so that'll be interesting. I, I am dying to see more of, Gwen's world because like a very telling thing about her earth is that the color palette Mm. you can always tell when it's Gwen's universe when the color palette is a very distinct look to it yeah shout out to Rico Renzi um colorist for the first two volumes uh which it's modeled after cool so so yeah I I I want to I can't wait to see more (laughs) of that as Bucky Fuck, he's talking. Um, he agrees. Uh, so yeah, so that's gonna be fun. But yeah, and then, yeah, it's a complete contrast to the pain that we felt from Guardians yeah, Three. I, I literally, I yeah, the Guardians of Galaxy trailer, Volume Three. I don't like what, like what the hell? Yeah, dude. But I mean, like, <laughs> the man is also like James Gunn is really good at at like. I don't know. He, he really gets you invested in characters. Well, not only that, but like the way that he, I believe he cut the trailer or had the trailer cut was so intentional. Like there's got to be at least 
10 red herrings in that trailer. Like there's so yeah. many like misdirects that uh, they're like, I don't think anything is as we, we interpret it to be. I texted die this. I was just like, die. I've watched the trailer four times. <laughs> I have cried exactly <laughs> four times. That's and I don't think so I've wild. cried ever yeah. during a movie trailer. A trailer? Or, and at least an MCU no. trailer, at least. Right. Um, and I was just like, why is this? Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know why. Now is it the is it because of the content you were watching, or is it because of the feeling of the finality of it? I think it's the finality of it. I think it's also James does a great job of this song choice. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I had to go back and like find the original because oh I was like, this is such yeah. a good song. That's one of my favorite songs. Such a good song. Yeah. And this is me coming from a, a person like from the younger generation. I appreciate like older generation songs because that's kind of what I grew up on. Mm-hmm. At least all those old pop like 80s, 70s, even 60s hits because yep. of my parents. Yep. And so I was just like, this song is just really... Like, you know, especially mm-hmm. and then even in the Ant-Man trailer, they used Yellow Brick Road. And mm-hmm. I was like, this is such a good song for this trailer. I don't mm-hmm. know why. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was, the, it was the song. It was the finality of everything. Mm-hmm. It was also Bradley Cooper's voice acting. I know, dude. <laughs> oh, man. Um, we, just, we just talked about this and, and Bradley in, in our Rocket Raccoon episode. Yeah. So, man. There was that. Down. And then it was the two shots of two shots of of um oh my gosh of mantis yeah like crying, crying. breaking down yeah and then the shot of quill yeah just belting out something in pain yeah looking some probably someone down on a table mm-hmm. and i was like ooh yeah oh and then it was also lila that, that's when I was like, I was like, oh my god, we just talked about her. I, I was like, oh my god, we we're literally like, we're like, like, oh, do we think he's gonna? Yeah. Do we think James is gonna do that? Like, is he gonna bring up Rocket's love well, interest? And, and then I was like, oh shoot. <laughs> you say in your Rocket voice. And I was like, well, no, and and also the fact that like I truly didn't even realize, right? Because like you have to understand when I watch these trailers, again, my memory is so weird about remembering like frame by frame that yeah. it sticks with me in a bad way. And so I try to tune out as best as I can when I watch them because I don't want to keep replaying it in my brain and being like, when I see the movie, oh, this is the part in the trailer that, sure. right? Or it never shows up. And so Jeff actually oh, texted right. me. I was did. like, Lila was, Rocket and Lila. I was like, Rocket and Lila, what? <laughs> and then I went back and watched I was like, oh my God. And she has a robotic arm. Yes. I don't like. Does he save her? Does he go back? Like, did, yeah, or, is, dude. Was, or was that That's a point a where he? Or was that like a flashback of I'm like? Calling flashback. I, ha- I have to. I have to leave. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm calling flashback before everything goes to crap for Rocket. Yeah. So. Um. But yeah. 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 Can't. Ugh. I can't wait for. Everybody's gonna <laughs> go crazy. Like, if they don't like raccoons, they probably lo- love otters. And Lila's the cutest. Like, I don't, I wonder who's voicing her. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, we don't know, huh? That makes all the difference, too. We don't know. Mm -mm. Nothing, nothing yet. Oh, Danielle Melkor. It would be interesting if it was a, but she's a droid. I believe she's a droid. Is that what she got cast? Did she say what she she got casted in? She pictures while while they were filming. Yeah, she didn't necessarily say it was for Guardians, but it was like, it's for Guardians of the Galaxy. You can tell. But it would be interesting if Jennifer Holland was Lila. Oh, wow. 
Because I think she's in the movie now too, right? Oh, that's right. But she never revealed. They who, didn't say who she was. There was a, there's a, I think there's still yeah. a couple of people who yeah. we don't know who they're playing. But yeah. yeah. Very exciting. Can't wait. May <gasps> can't come soon enough. Ah! <laughs> yeah. So basically next year is going to be, whew, it's going to be a ride. It's going to be a lot. Because we're going to be have Ant-Man in February, Guardians in May, and then Spider-Verse in June. So it's shaping up. It's coming and then the together. Marvels, right? And then Marvel's after that in July. <laughs> yeah. Ha! Huh, yikes. Oh wow. Yeah. So okay. that's that's gonna be fun. Um and so before we get into the actual show itself, I just wanted to shout out our friends over at Batfan Addict Podcast, Woo! who recently did the same for us. Um yeah, I actually met Sam uh at Emerald City Comic Con. He's a great guy, big huge bat fan addict. Type. Hell yeah. And 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 he does all things great with his co-hosts on that show. And so uh yeah, I just wanted to say thanks guys and Woo. thanks to anybody who's come over from that side of the fence. Uh so that said Yeah. We're not experts. We don't claim to be. We're just a couple of nerds nerding out. And today we'll be nerding out over Young Avenger and MCU newbie America Chavez. America Chavez. Ba- yes. Amazing. So, so excited for this one. <laughs> Very much yeah. so. Um, so, created by Joe Casey and Nick Dragota. Uh, America, did you did you look at this yet? No. Do you want to give a shot in the dark? First when, appearance? First appearance. What year? Oh, shoot. Man. Come on. Comics are so vast, man. <laughs> yeah, like, like, is, it, is it 1940 or is it 2015? Ah, anywhere in between. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. America Chavez. I know I know she's relatively new. Yes. I know that. Mm-hmm. Let's go. You don't want to go to 19. I got that far right. I hope so. <laughs> I could be wrong. Look at my face. Ah, <laughs> damn. <laughs> oh, God. I want it. Now I want to go. Mm, 2001. Close, but not close. Oh. You're in the realm. Well, but that's you're, not you're fun. A little bit, you're a little bit off by a decade. Damn. <laughs> so, America first appeared in Vengeance number one, September 2011. Oh, even later. Yeah. She's super Damn. fresh. She's super baby that's fresh. That's very, man. very yeah, fresh. Yeah, she's kind of in the realm of the, the Jessica Jones Winter Soldier revival esque sorts. It. Okay. Uh, yeah. And so I have the cover here. The covers themselves all feature some of our favorite anti heroes and villains, but America's <laughs> debut actually comes with a magneto cameo and he's on the cover as well (laughs) yeah so that kind of puts some perspective of like what the issue is about but um uh yeah it it, the issue itself also features the first appearances of ultimate nullifier um mako radioactive kid the new black knight who not dane whitman whitman was the second but he came in the, the 70s ish 80s but uh that black knight in addition to america so this book, oh wow, based on all the first appearances, even though they're not as maybe as prominent as she is, yeah, gives it some worth more than the usual one shot first appearance. What is all intents and purposes a modern book? Got it. Um. So yeah, on Shortboxed, you can get the one in fifteen variant, CGC nine point eight graded, <laughs> for a cool. $2,495. Holy. Which, if you think about it, compared to the Rocket Raccoon, for, for instance, yes. three grand 
book from the 80s. And she already already at a nine point eight two point two two and a half two and a half yeah so that's for the variant but for the regular the regular which is this cover here you could get a nine point eight for about a thousand oh so it's still attainable yeah Yeah. high but attainable but attainable and and it's it's it is a little surprising for a modern book but hey that's pretty awesome. And then uh, on the flip side, you can get the same 1 in 15 variant, a 9.8 CGC, on eBay for... (laughs) Don't ask me what this number is. I don't understand this number at all. $7,681.01. Is that a bid or something? Or is that an actual... That's a straight up buy now. He said, screw it. I was like, what figure are you (laughs) putting in there that it's... $7,681.01. $7,681.01. It's, it's, it's a payoff, a, a very specific loan for yeah, him. It feels like, like I need it, this yeah. amount of money. <laughs> and then, uh, of course, a, a regular CGC 9.6 for $3,500. So the, the traders and collectors on both platforms seem very divided on where the, the value of this book, which is kind of interesting, to be honest. Yeah. Lowest, short box, 9.0, $225. That's pretty pretty reasonable. While over on eBay, a CGC 9.4 goes for about $600. Hmm. Um, And then there's uh, a 9.0 for $133.95. It's very specific. Yeah, it's very specific. Uh, But again, interesting price range for Miss America Chavez. Um, And then, of course, you can get a loose copy of the book for anywhere between $15 and $150. So, first exposure to the character. Hands down, I'm sure. Easy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Easily the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I I knew of her. I barely read any titles of her. Yes. But I'm familiar enough to have made comparisons between the film and the comic. Just enough. Nice. Just enough that I was like, okay, I understand. I got Steve uh, Rogers. Uh. Total Steve Rogers. I got that reference. <laughs> like, you know, like, I get it, but I, I'm not anywhere near the depth of a... Uh, a seasoned America Chavez fan. So this was an interesting study for me to do on my end, at least. And, uh, and of course, you know, like coming into the realm around 2011, once again, I have no trading cards. I don't know if any physical trading cards exist, exist. but this one, I do have a digital one. <laughs> of course. So I have my, my little, uh, here we go. So this is the, this is a base tier, Number eight, it's not very rare, but I do have one. I have several of this card in particular. They're like profile cards. Ooh. So this is what she looks like in the books. Yeah. If you're not familiar. Okay. Uh, she's a little older. She's a little, uh, she's got a little more to her costume in general. Uh-huh. And she wears shorts, like religiously. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. And uh, the back of her card says, America Chavez Hailing from the utopian parallel, a lush wonderland, dimension once threatened with destruction, Chavez's parents died to save her world. Inspired to become a hero, she uses her great powers to help all across the multiverse. Sound familiar? Yeah. Yeah, for, for the most part, right? Yeah. That pretty much checks, uh, it checks out with, with what we know of her in the MCU. But before we get to that part, I'm going to expand on this uh, a wee bit. So we're throwing out more more terms, right? We're getting used to these these other 
parts of the Marvel universe. So utopian parallel. So yeah, it's exactly what the card says. It's a lush wonderland and it's an alternate dimension. And so um, this, <laughs> this place, this what Marvel describes as a realm outside conventional time and space formed by the uh, fr formed from the unbinding of magic by the multidimensional messiah demiurge and so we talked about the demiurge oh, i think in the doctor strange episode yes and it's like this you know i don't even want to go into the, the, <laughs> like yeah oh actually you know i think it was also the eternals episode and so it's a sentient life force um that basically seeded earth with with its power right and gave birth to beings known as the elder gods. Yes. That's what we talked about. And so, again, if you want to hear all about that, just go back to our tragically long Eternals episode. <laughs> it was a heavy hitter, let Oof. me tell you that. Yeah. Um, but back to the utopian parallel, when America herself was six years old, do you remember how old she was in the movie? Did she say how old she was? I don't recall. I don't believe hearing a number... Yeah. But I want to say yeah. it's her actual age in real life, which is around 16, 17. Because she's 16 right now. But I mean like in the flashback. Oh, in the flashback. Oh, um, no, she didn't say. She said yeah. when I was when a, yeah. a kid. Okay. So maybe it could be six. six years old. Yeah, I, th I feel like that's pretty true to life. Um, so when she was six years old, the the in the comic books, the dimensional rifts from the mysterious forces threatened to fracture the utopian parallel. Um, and so... It basically, it was rupturing, and if this got out of hand, it would have sent all of its inhabitants to different dimensions. Oof. And so, um, America's Mothers, which is very much the same in the films, they actually, in the in the comic books, they, they kind of came together and used their prowess to kind of save everybody. They wanted to be the hero... That, they don't want to be heroes, but they wanted to save everyone. Protect everybody. And protect everybody, yeah. And so, um, unfortunately, uh, when they were sealing the rifts, they died in the process. Which uh, is man. quite similar to, at least... In know, some, in some, in some form. Yeah, you know, to but the they, film. But they technically didn't right, die right. in the movie. In the movie, exactly. And so, while in the books, you know, America, she was grief-stricken. But she was also inspired by the hero, the heroism that her mothers had. And so yes. that kind of made her um, become the hero that she was intended to be all along. You know, like, it's always that catalyst, right? And so America's catalyst, unfortunately, was the, the death of her mothers. But she was essentially intent on carrying on that, um, that same energy and, and willingness to help people uh, throughout the multiverse. And so uh, she eventually settled on Prime Earth, Earth 616, um, as a teenager. So, so in the books, like I, you know, I, I kind of mentioned a, a minute or two ago, she's a little older. Yeah. She's about 18, 19. Okay. Give or take. I would say currently she's probably closer to 2021 because Kate Bishop's about 2021. Oh, okay. Um, and they're, yeah, they run in the same circle, but we'll talk about them a little later. But for now, of course, America Chavez, portrayed by Sochi Gomez in the MCU, first and last scene in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. So the goat man, that's she's kind of so she's so good. She's everywhere. First of all, right now, <laughs> she again she's everywhere. Have you not seen the? I feel like she's everywhere all the time. She was just at a at an event with it was her, 
mm-hmm. Simu Liu. With? And, um, oh my God, please help hate me. Uh, Miss Marvel. I, yeah. Oh, uh, God. And Tanok. Im- Imani. Ima- Iman. 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 Yes. Velani. Yeah. Yeah. All yeah. three of them oh, were I together. Oh, I didn't realize she was there too. Who? Well, and also Tanok. Huerta. Teno- yes. Yeah. Yeah. All four of them were there? I don't know if all four, but the, okay. the, the, those first three for yeah, sure. Definitely. And then she was with... Oh, wow. I think Tanok at something else. Oh, wow. Dude, oh, yeah, well, yeah, they gotta, they gotta she's put everywhere. all the kids everywhere. Yeah, they're all the, yeah. new, the new kids of the MCU block. You know, and, I then, mean, and, and because they're both active on social media, Simu's always like, all right, see you soon. <laughs> well, see you soon, uh, Sochi. And like, yeah. everyone's like, what? what? <laughs> yeah. I love it. But the kid, I mean, like, in all honesty, she's 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 checking all the bells and whistles, right? Like, she's yeah. she's great in the film. She's great as this character. She seems very personable in real life. Yes. She was a TikTok queen, and she still kind of is. Yes. Let's be honest. Because um, she did a TikTok with uh, your girlfriend <laughs> very with, recently. Oh, she went to Haley's birthday yes, party. that's which, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> it should have been me. <laughs> Where's your invite, Jeffrey? Are you not telling me something? Did you go? Yeah, so that's kind of wild. So they know each other. I mean, obviously, that will not obviously, but I, I mean, mean, I feel they like they're all other. gonna meet at some point on set. Definitely. I don't know when, but I, I just feel like it's inevitable. Is it weird that even though she's Kate Bishop, I still think of her first as Gwen Stacy? I don't think that's weird because you you uh, are Gwen pers- Stacy. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, yeah. So when I saw the video, I was like, "Oh my god!" And I was like, "Oh right, Hawkeye." <laughs> but uh, yeah, so she slays it on TikTok, and and she's the red carpet looks are phenomenal whoever her stylist is i'm like dude we're those dresses are incredible every outfit is incredible and she's still a baby she's 17 yeah 16 17 yeah iman is older than her yes so yeah what can we say about sochi like (laughs) uh well i just i'm i mean i'm she's it's crazy because she's seven she's so young she's so but like young, i love yeah. her personality like she's so fun yeah like i feel like i can relate to her but yeah. not in like that way yeah because she's so young so obviously like we think different but i feel like she's so seasoned because she's part of the mcu family like she has mm-hmm. to go through that certain of like can't really say anything but yeah. i'm still gonna be a kid yeah you know yeah and she's still very much herself yeah and yeah. i love that and i can't i mean i was telling i think we brought this up in the doctor strange episode when we we're talking about mm-hmm. some point multiverse of man oh and then we did talk about multiverse of madness and we mm-hmm. talked about the movie and i was like does no one realize like how important <laughs> this yeah. girl is yeah like you know we'll get into it later when we talk about her powers and everything but she is a one of one superhero right. in the MCU, one of a, truly one of a kind. Yeah, so it's like, I, like if I be, I would get annoyed. I think that'd be time. I'd be, I would be annoyed if we didn't see more of her, especially yeah. with all this multiverse stuff we are mm-hmm. getting into in the next at least three, four years. I know, which you is know, wild because we're in the multiverse saga now. So that's pretty much, and she you know, is, and then with Kang yeah. coming in and he's literally the multiverse, he traverses the multiverse to, yep. you know, that's his thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, well, there's one person in the world, yeah. not even world, the universe, the universe that yeah. can do that yep. legally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> and so, yeah. Yeah. 
she plays such a pivotal role. And so uh, let's take it back to Doctor Strange. And so, I mean, I, and we've discussed many a time, and, and, and even people who have seen the film, you know, in general, have all, you know, commented on the fact that, yeah, the movie just starts. It just goes. It does. It doesn't have a soft swell into, like, into tension. It's like, it starts out hitting the ground, running. Yeah. And we're immediately introduced to America in that film. And so, yeah, they were battling, they were running from, I don't, what would you call that thing? I, I should have looked the name up, but that thing that was yes. chasing them, one of the monsters that was chasing them, and then she's with the Doctor Strange from an alternate universe, and you immediately get the sense of, okay, so Doctor Strange from another universe is protecting this character. Yes. And she's, she's a kid. She's yeah. like, she's like, I'm just following what you do. Yeah. Help me. I don't want to die. Right. Yeah. She's immediately got this importance and this weight of of you know of importance in, yes. in the MCU and in, in the multiverse. And so the next time we see her, you know, she's transported and she's on what we would designate as Prime Earth in the MCU. And then they have to freaking battle Gargantos, which yes. is like. <laughs> Funny enough, all most monsters were sent by Wanda. By Wanda, yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, the, the poor kid is like running for the first, I don't know, 10 minutes of Literally, her yeah. story. Um, but we do see very quickly that she's got these incredible abilities to some degree um, aside the, the strange teleportation. But like when she's on the ledge on the building and she stomps out the stars... And she's yes. able to like break the rubble. Yes. And so it's like, okay, so so she's also strong yes. to some degree. But you still don't really get the vibe of of who, what, where, and why until Strange and Wong really like talk to the kid. Like, who are you? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like so, exactly. <laughs> and it, it was almost like, you know, to Strange at all, it felt like another Tuesday. Yes. You know what I mean? He's, He's like, like oh, ah, ah. saving yeah. another kid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. During Christine's wedding. Sure, ah. I guess. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, you know, like to your point, Jeff, like the fact that the multiverse is like she's the poster child for multiverse at this rate. Like it kind of started, it was an idea that started <laughs> kind of with WandaVision and Loki, and it's only mutated with America Chavez. Yes. Right? Yeah. Um so yeah, I mean what do you what do you think about how they they kind of didn't tackle her story until I don't know, halfway through? I think it was like just before midway when Yeah. Well we got a little bit of a taste of it of when after they the fight with Gargantos um at the pizza shop they're eating yeah. pizza yeah saying like who, like what are you da, 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 what do you do yeah um and then strange is like all right let's get you home mm-hmm. um how does that oh no that was after the battle of carmitage yes um because they don't know yeah because they don't know what she's capable of only wanda does right and all, all strangers, I'm just protecting you from Wanda because, oh gosh, she has the dark hold. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. No. Right. But then it's when, it's when they travel through the multiverse mm-hmm. in that scene, and you see at least like seven different, eight different. Oh yeah. Universes. They're tumbling, tumbling yeah. through the universe. And then they end yeah. up in in one Earth eight three. No, that's the other one. Do you remember it? No, I don't know that one, but the, the other one was <laughs> yeah. Earth eight three eight, where they got trapped in the Illuminati. Yeah, um, yeah. 
and then they do that little background like as like you as you just read yeah on her trading card of so they showed like her memory and like mm-hmm. and it was kind of the same almost yeah as the as the origin on yeah. her trading card but kind of not really because her parents yeah her moms are still technically out there yeah like you get this vibe of like okay they're clearly obviously in another dimension and you kind of get the sense that america didn't quite have her powers yet maybe like because in the in the x-men world for instance the mutants most of their i won't say most but it does kind of have a divide of like some mutants are born and immediately show signs of what they've inherited in their powers or whatever their abilities are whereas others their powers don't manifest until they've they have like a stressful occurrence yes and right? that's, or puberty or and that's something. what she went through and that seems to be what america went through she had a moment of like she was scared and yes. she had a moment where she just had a high level of anxiety and stress and then boom yeah she only like her powers only come out when her life is in danger right so and that's kind of like which is obviously a typical comic book trope yeah but it's also like well you can't like imagine if you just I mean, maybe people would like that, but just like, yeah. like I know how to I know how to use my powers, I know how to do it. Yeah. All right, cool. Like, yeah. Um but and then, it makes sense because she's young. Yeah. And then her parents are indeed like sucked out of that dimension. Go into another universe. And they go somewhere else. And, and yeah, that, and that's kind of her journey throughout the whole movie. Her her arc is I have the this amazing power that is probably one of the most powerful things to have mm-hmm. and do. But I don't know how to control it. Yeah. And so that's kind of her arc throughout the whole movie is learning how to control mm-hmm. her, her powers. Right. And not die. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And of course, the the search for her mothers in general, you know, like she's traversed multiple dimensions, more or less looking for not only one of her, but also her mothers and and she's for yeah. the most part unsuccessful for the yeah. entirety. I mean unsuccessful. I, I wonder if like, is she just going to make cameos? That's the question, you know, right? Like, we point? don't really know. We don't really know until... I mean, because... <laughs> like, does she deserve a movie? I think so. Yeah. I don't know if they'll give her one or even a show. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's a know. tough one. It's a tough it one. is. Um, because she can probably end up in multiple properties. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, after... You know, going back to the sequence of the film, at least, uh, once we're introduced to the 838 Illuminati, you know, she's held up in the cell and Christine is there trying to get her out. And then, <laughs> like, Scarlet Witch is going full force, like, Carrie on her. <laughs> yeah. She's, like, coming after the girl. And then, you know, they're still still traversing the multiverse even to this point. And then, you know, to get their hands on the, uh, the, the Book of Ashanti. Um, and then of course, you know, she goes head head to head with Scarlet Witch, which realistically speaking, do you think she could actually take on Wanda by herself? (laughs) What are your thoughts on that? Well, I don't think we know, like, I don't also don't know what else she's of what America's capable of strength wise power. Like we know she can punch portals into Mm -hmm. different universes. We know that much, Mm -hmm. but 
like how strong is she like what else can she do that's just not opening part of other right. universes exactly uh so i don't know i don't know if that yeah. has ever been a thing but <laughs> took advantage of the opportunity and yeah. said screw it i'm gonna yeah. punch you back into what you want and then boom yeah. that's how she defeats yeah Scarlet Witch. which is pretty clever especially yeah. for a kid she's like no i she's like <laughs> you know maybe she was probably like i know i can't beat you so I'm going to give you what you want. Yeah. And that just breaks her yeah. down completely. Yeah. And I feel like she kind of says that in the film too, yeah. right? She's like, I know what to do. Like she, she yeah. just had that epiphany she, with the with the zombie strange. Um, and then, of course, at the end of the film, becoming a practitioner of the comitage. Which is uh, another added layer to yeah. what she can do. Yeah, exactly. So that's, well, and then it's also like uh, steering her course, right? So she she's, her powers are kind of, uh, <laughs> she doesn't quite know how to use them. Yeah. But by by practicing the ways of the magic and the sorcerers and, and all them, you know, she she can now hone her powers into what she wants them to do so it it's it's an interesting unexpected twist at least from a comic book standpoint because you know we'll get to it a li- little later but yeah she's she's it's it'll be very interesting to see where she goes in the mcu because like you said like where is she gonna pop up next because there is no doctor strange three you know like in the in the works yet there are no young avengers films lined up quite I yet i just want I, I want I want the MCU to just finish out their trilogies. That's yeah. I feel like that's when they should just like draw it, like you know, just like yeah. finish out the trilogy, and like you know, cool, be done with it. Yeah, you know. Okay, so with that, I do have your one and only pop quiz. Yes, <laughs> it's been a minute because we didn't have any in our you last didn't, episode. Yes. <laughs> so this is pretty easy. It's a multiple choice. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they all say. <laughs> so. Which of the following names was a former alias of America Chavez's in the uh, comics? Oh. Was it Lady Americana? Okay. Captain Chavez? Okay. Miss America? Okay. Or simply AC? Which one was an alias? Was an alias. What was the first one? Lady Americana. Oh my goodness, man. <laughs> AC, I don't think it's the second one. Captain Chavez. That's just two on the nose. Okay. Kind of cringe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, And the second, the third one was... Miss America. Miss America. Uh, what is that, pageant show? Yeah. <laughs> my choices are either... A or D? So Lady Americana or AC? AC. AC is like, that's so like, God, I'm going to be so wrong and it's going to be one of the ones I just totally ignore. Um, <laughs> I think Lady Americana. Lady Americana, final yeah. answer? Yeah. <sighs> Jeffrey, I'm so sorry. Oh my God. You were right in the fact that you were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Miss Miss America was actually her alias. Uh. But in more modern times, she has corrected everybody. And she says, Ms. America. So there is a Ms. Marvel and a Ms. America. Okay. For Those are their monikers. And sure. so while while it's kind of confirmed that it's, it's not actually derivative of a previous character, um, the code name Miss America, Miss America as the pageant, is actually uh, associated with a classic Marvel heroine by the name of Madeline Joyce Frank, 
whose latent powers were activated during a life-altering electrical storm. Of course. So she had, like, thunder powers, sort of, but she wasn't a... A, a, a god of, of sorts course. and she was not a lady thor but but uh yeah she was the original miss america uh but america herself has had uh, a couple of names that she's been known for simply usa as well as miss america the demiurge and princess but princess is more of like you know Okay, princess. Yeah. <laughs> it's not really a moniker. It's just it's kind of condescending. A, yeah, it's a condescending name. Um, and so, you know, typically with these episodes, we s- tend to save family and friends for much later. Uh-huh. With this character, I had to move all of that up because we need to discuss her mother's immediately. Oh. <laughs> because let they me tell it. you, Jeff. They're important. Yes, they are incredibly important. <laughs> And so, for those who did not know, their names are Elena and Amalia Chavez, uh, portrayed by Ruth Livier and Chess Lopez, respectively. And so, yeah, you know, again, the, these two are shown in uh, America's, America's core memory, uh, in the utopian parallel, at least what we believe is the utopian parallel. Um, you don't really know or, or get too much information out of them, aside that they're wearing these uniforms. They're kind of like uniforms. You're not sure for what. Yeah. They're almost identical I mean, in a you way. Don't know. Well, yeah. I mean, you know it's a home planet, but you don't know, like, what, what is it? What Where does is it entail? It? Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, again, you know, America's powers trigger, and then they're lost in the multiverse. Current status unknown, though uh, America herself, she says, like, I killed them. Um, so, I don't know. You know, they could be floating around uh, in, in the multiverse somewhere. Maybe we'll see them in another film. But everything I just told you about her mother's doesn't exist at all in the comics they pulled a full-on retcon and they kind of like you know like the mcu version seems even it seems even more simplified than what originally started in the comic books so (laughs) this is why i pulled this topic up to the to the forefront because yeah in the books they they play a, a very important role but for a very different set of reasons and so we'll get into that shortly but elena and uh, amalia themselves uh they were both uh an expert pathologist and microbiologist team respectively who worked uh to cure this disease that america had in the comic books it was called edges syndrome and so it was a genetic defect linked to double X chromosomes that causes rapid prepubescent cellular deterioration. So Whoa. very inherent in girls, little girls, that pre-puberty, they just started to deteriorate. They started to die. Oh my gosh. It was almost like, it was like cancer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like a cancer, but it only affected women. Jeez. And so in her youth... The, you know, the mothers were negotiating with this uh, gentleman we'll talk about later in the show. Um, they wanted nothing more than to cure their daughter. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, they, they're coerced into helping the, not only the facility and America, uh, not only America, but the facility. And so that they could help all the children that were out on this property. And so, uh, yeah, it the the it's a retcon from start to finish. That is interesting. And it gets even worse because <sighs> it debunks the fact that 
she came from the utopian parallel at all because the utopian parallel now in modern times was nothing more than an island sure yeah and it was an island that this facility belonged to and everything else is not as we knew it and so it turned out that america and her previously unmentioned sister were being treated at this facility Mm. much to the, the delight of a facilitator named mr gales who seem to be exploiting the girls that are on the island. And so he, it's very strange how the intentions go because it's like he was attracted to anybody who had powers of some sort. So he's like that mastermind villain that's coming together. That's like, I'm going to, I'm going to hoard all the children and make my own army type of deal. Of course. And so, (laughs) uh, speaking of sister, I wanted to get into this a little bit. So actually have, I wanted before we get to that, I want to show you some pictures um, that I will post online as well. But to get a sense of who we're dealing with, here are her moms. <laughs> and this is when they were going to the Utopian Parallel. Oh, wow. They're pretty fly in the comics. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, Amalia and uh, Elena there just kind of chilling, scoping the island. And so, uh, that. The sister's name is Catalina. So Catalina Chavez. She's the younger sister. So America's slightly older, I don't know, two or three years or so. Yeah. And so she also possessed, Catalina herself also possessed latent powers, uh, including the ability of lightning bolt projection and electricity. Um, And she could also fly. And she was also very fast. Wow. And so the interesting thing about this is that I don't think it's necessarily a mutant scenario they just have powers they're superhuman powered yeah i don't think they exclusively have ever called them mutants but you kind of get the idea and so her story catalina's story is pretty sad and twisted uh when it gets right to it she was experimented on after uh, america fled the scene um and later makes her sister recall the traumatic beginnings and so (laughs) so going back to the story about her mother's and, and how it isn't quite like we knew it at the top of the show or the MCU is that when everything was coming to a head, America's powers were, she was already, she already had her powers of, you know, the multiverse portal opening. Yeah. Um, and so her mothers wanted to make the valiant effort of like destroying the facility as they do. Okay. So one was getting them out of there. The other one was at the facility with a grenade in her hand. I'm going to take this place down. <laughs> Holy. And she, they, they very, very plainly are having a conversation where, um, you know, one mother is like, I've got the girls, let's go. And then the other one's like, just tell them that I love them. Jeez. And then it all goes kaboom. And so it's, 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 it's traumatizing. And yeah. so to make matters worse, even though, even with the help of all the little girls, in the facility using their powers respectively to, def- to to combat this big bad villain that we'll talk about um it's still not enough and so he very plainly pulls out a gun he stops the mom and america and catalina in their tracks and he's like well and he shoots her dead like right in front of the children and she dies and so america in a very traumatic sequence like 
I mean, I hate saying like in the movie because it's nothing yeah, like in the comic n- books at all. But her, she opens a portal, a big old por- portal opens up, and she tries to take her sister with her. She falls through, and the 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 villain grabs her grabs sister. The sister, and the portal closes. So America's left alone. falling alone. And so she ends up washing ashore. Ugh, I don't remember. Jones Bay? I think it's Jones Bay or something like that. And she washes up on shore. She's found by a family that happens to be vacationing in that area uh, named the Santana family, uh, who we're going to talk about in just a second. And they adopt her. Wow. They're like, where did she come from? They don't know. She doesn't talk. She doesn't say anything. All, all that they know about her is that she's in this uniform from the Utopian Parallel and it has her name, America, on the side. And that's it. She's, wow. she's adopted by this new family. And so the big, the big overarching thing that we're taking away from this retelling of the story is that it ends up that America herself was so traumatized by the experience of what, quote unquote, really happened that she manifested the pleasant version of her parents, her mothers tried to save their their dimension yeah. and put the seal on the, the portal or like in the movie, oh, there was a bee and the portal opened. Like none of that happened. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I'm almost like, well, it kind of put a false sense of security for me for the MCU version. Maybe that didn't actually happen. Maybe she too in the MCU has this really terrible PTSD that she made up a more simplified version of what happened. Ooh. Yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> that's maybe, an interesting twist, right? Yeah. Or maybe they just, they read that, the people read that and they're yeah. like, yeah, that's <laughs> violent. It's <laughs> super duper violent, that right? That is dark. Yeah, super duper dark, super duper violent. And so uh, here's a screenshot of Catalina trying to you know so basically when catalina was introduced reintroduced into the fold like america didn't buy any of it she's like who are you what are you doing you know like i'm trying to find my 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 mothers and they're in the multiverse and she's like oh no no our moms died don't you remember and she basically gives her the serum to make her remember and it's all this craziness and and so catalina's kind of fallen on the dark side if you will but yeah so so it's an interesting thought like it's that's a that's a reach for sure. But could they do that in the MCU? Maybe. If they really wanted to take a dark, 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 dark That's turn. super dark. They definitely could. You know, it's, it's wow. a big old, she just thought that she was, she just assumed she was adopted. Like, you know. Oh. Uh, yes. But it was really because they found her. Wow. And they took her in as a child. So she's got a very complex origin story, at least when it comes to the comic books. Um, I will say like when she and Catalina have their big fight, America, (laughs) she's, she's has this moment in the books where the edges syndrome is kind of coming back. And so she's weakened and she at one point is fighting her sister and she says, I've got enough juice for one more portal and I'm going to send you to one of the worst places on this world. Do you want to give any idea? Do you have any idea? You want to get a guess of where she sends Catalina? One of the worst places of the, in the world. Oh, God. I can't <laughs> even know. She sends her to the New Jersey Turnpike. <laughs> That's, jeez. Because... Miss Marvel would like to have a word. <laughs> I know. 
<laughs> because America herself hails from the Bronx. So got it. Yeah, that's um, hilarious. So yeah, so they, you know, the New Yorkers taking any opportunity they can to to rag on the Jersey folk. Uh, but yeah, so speaking of the the Santanas, um, not much to say about them. They just are very much, you know, the, they're a family that took her in when she was at her lowest point. But uh, they are Javier, Cecilia, uh, Berto, his unnamed wife, and son, JJ. Uh, it's a big family. So it's it's this balance that she was missing from her life. And um, they've got their own dynamics. And she's very close to Berto, who is kind of just just a little bit older than her. Um but yeah, there's a lot of drama that happens in between. Um, it's it's kind of wild. It's a wild ride, but definitely worth a read. So none of these characters aside, Elena and Amalia have MCU counterparts <laughs> yet. <laughs> so yet. whether or not we're going to see any of them, I guess we'll find out. But yeah, again, it's it's a tough call. I, I don't know. Maybe it's too complex, too dark for the MCU. But do you do you honestly think we see them again, the the mothers? We have to. You think? I feel like she's her her goal now after M- M- Multiverse of Madness is is because because Strange it and we're talking about him in a sec. Like he brings it up, he was like, "Your mothers are out there, right?" Like he said that, mm. like, yeah, like I know they're out there. So it's like, do you think they're gonna be bad? I think she's going to be in for a surprise. Mm. She's probably going to think that like, oh, my mother, da, 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 da. But wherever they ended up when America opened that portal, you know? Yeah. Typical trope of like, you think it's just going to be like the same thing. Like seeing your mother is happy to see you. And then it's like, no, like we, they might have, I mean, shoot, they might have like. Another life. Not another life. They, they, um, they might have like this angst towards her. Like yeah. you sent us. Yeah. You know, even though it was an accident. It was like, resentment. Da, da, da. Yeah, resentment. There yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, crap. But I don't know. Yeah. But I feel like we do see them again because we have to. Because now because now that's her motivation, yeah. I think. Is like, I if my if my if I just sent my 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 moms through a portal, like I didn't kill them. Yeah. I just sent them through a portal. Mm-hmm. They have to still be there. Hopefully they're, be alive. They're existing somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's very true. And also... You know, like while America herself is a one for one, like the same isn't to be said about her mothers, even though she's been unsuccessful finding any other ones. So, I mean, I think that she's got that going for her, too, at least. But, but yeah, I, again, it's it's one of those things where it's like, oh, yeah, well, where, when, when and where are they going to explore these things? But who yeah. knows? <laughs> so, you know, speaking of strange, of course, portrayed by Benedict Cumberbatch. Woo! Last seen in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. So yeah, so she's, you know, in the film, America saved by Strange. And then she's the, the she, I feel, is the true key for Strange himself understanding the ways of the multiverse. Like, in Spider-Man No Way Home, he's, he's aware of it. He understands the mechanism that is the multiverse. Yes. But I feel like he really doesn't get the idea until their film. Yeah. Which is 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 kind of interesting if you think about it. Especially seeing himself, for instance, like, uh, oh, that's another version He's of like, oh, that's me. Yeah. But I'm dead. <laughs> and then I'm gonna resurrect myself. <laughs> I know. Um, which all of that, you know, in itself is like is kind of a mind bender because like 
he's in one one place and he's what do they called it what do they call it sleepwalk dreamwalking dreamwalking yeah so they're dreamwalking and so they've introduced dreamwalking into the whole element and it's just like oh gosh and so you know strange got his his first taste with the the real realities visited during infinity war i would say do you agree with that when he when he went through the possibilities i feel like that was his dipping the toe into the multiverse sure because he was the only character at the time that could even do something like that so right, it made sense right. like he can see into the future yeah but he can't go there what's the number again four million six hundred and five <laughs> i think i'm not even gonna look it up because i trust you because i feel oh, like no, I, have say, I have to say the full line <laughs> there you go i went forward in time to see alternate futures of the upcoming outcome. How many did you see? 4,605, I think. Is it that easy of a number? Yeah, I thought so too. Um, but yeah, I'll put it in. I'll yeah. put I'll put the clip in right here, Jeffrey. Make sure you put it in right here. Hey, what was that? Going forward in time to view alternate futures, to see all the possible outcomes of the coming conflict. How many did you see? 14,605. <laughs> um, and, and then Iron Man says, how many did we win? One. <laughs> so dramatic. Yeah, 4,605. Oh my God. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> wow. Let's go. It's, I'm endlessly <laughs> impressed by that. Jeez, Louise. But yeah, <laughs> it, it, it is interesting because I feel like I feel like in retrospect, because Endgame and Infinity War were so final, right? One-dimensional. One it was a like yeah. clean break between what we know now, right? And so I, I mean, but it but it did talk tackle 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 on um, time travel. Yeah, well, you know, a little bit. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And so that's why I I feel like they're they're doing that thing ever so cleverly where they are seeding these ideas and these yes. scenarios. And so I feel like personally speaking, I feel it goes beyond No Way Home and it does start with Infinity War, at least for Strange. And so now he's, I feel like the next time we see him, especially with Clea, <laughs> they're going to have these moments where he's going to take what he's learned from these three, these last three films um, and, and just really have an idea of what the multiverse is about. And then they're going to further expand with her in that token. Um, but yeah, you know, and it's, and it's, it goes even further with the progression of Wanda and the Darkhold and, and what happened there. Um, which even Wanda herself, we still don't really know what happened to her. Um, there's, there's just, I think the, I mean, pros and cons of the ever expanding universe of the MCU, right? Yeah. Um, like we want to tie up these loose ends, but we also want to introduce these new you know, continue stories, but start mm -hmm. new stories. So mm -hmm. it's like, like I said, I want, I just want them to finish up their trilogies that they have currently right yeah. now. Yeah. So obviously like the Ant-Man trilogy. Um, and then whenever the time comes, you know, Doctor Strange 3, because you just, you have, so you have to wrap that up at some point. Yeah. And I know Benedict said he loves playing the character, but just let, let, like give him, give him, a, give me, give give him a nice ending story. Like you've already yeah. cut off the, the Christine story. 
yeah. which is great. I said that in Dr. Strange, I was like, yes, yeah. thank God. Yeah. He's moved on from that. Yeah. Cool. What's his next one? Boom. Clear. What's Boom. <laughs> you know? And yeah. um, side tangent, there was, I think Charlize did a, Charlize Theron did a, like an interview of some sort and someone asked her about like, you know, mm-hmm. like how was it playing, you know, her and she, you know, she's, she's like, she's just like, she's just like me. She, uh, she rewatched all the, Mar- she watched all the Marvel movies before and she yeah. was like, oh, they're so effing good. That's what she said. And I was like, yes, yes, <laughs> queen. Her. See, if Charlize Theron says they're so effing good. Yeah. Like, and come then, on. So, so it's like, so now that she's brought into this, like yeah. give her, you know, let her move on, like let Strange get to his end and then yeah. Clea come up type yeah. of, you know? Yeah, that's a great idea because, uh, you know, I, I wasn't going to initially talk about this, but there are issues in which, you know, Clea is strange, right? She's Clea Strange in the yeah. books. And so she is the Doctor Strange. And so America goes to her for, for help go. and there for guidance. Is. All the time. We just wrote the the, tri- the final of the trilogy, <laughs> right? There. there you go. It's just going to be called Strange, right? It's just Strange. Yeah, like, and it's going to be clear. Like Strange doesn't have to die, but yeah. like give him a story, an ending that's yeah. suitable for him. You know, yeah. I say this all the time. Like, yeah, uh, like Iron Man, his story was mm-hmm. justified. His mm-hmm. death is justified. Yeah. Steve, Captain America, Steve Rogers ending justified. He didn't yeah. die, but he just doesn't exist. He's anymore. on the moon. Yeah. <laughs> just like let it, you know, even even if yeah. Hawkeye never does anything else yeah. again. Yeah. I feel like his story's justified. Yeah. And like, it's, it's an interesting thing with Strange in the books, at least, you know, it was because he got trapped in the, the mirror world of sorts. Yes. And so he becomes the man in the mirror. Nice. And he's observing. Hilarious. He's almost like, yeah, it's very interesting. I was like, that'd be an interesting spin for uh, for him and, and and to open it up to, to Clea being America's, you know, guiding light, if you will. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in the in the film. So America becoming a new apprentice at Camartage. It's, it is there, it didn't, I didn't catch on to this until my second viewing, but it is kind of sad when you think about it because Strange is unknowingly dealing with the loss of Peter Parker through America. Cause now he never had a kid. Hey kid. Like he, he never had one in his brain. But does he remember like what happened with Peter Parker? Exactly. I don't think he, he just does. knows Spider-Man. That's it. Right. And so that's why I mean is like, he's unknowingly de- like he doesn't realize he's doing it, but we as an audience oh, observing sure, sure, it, sure. we're like, Oh my God. Yes. He's coping with Peter Parker without Peter Parker. But now he has America Chavez. Yes. Like, I feel like even though he, he doesn't remember who Peter Parker is, but he has this sense of like empathy right for america because it's like oh, she's just a kid like yeah i need to protect her yeah i you feel know? like there's like some subconscious not paternal but some subconscious learning yes that he has. like i said every like yeah. they, everybody was going through a character arc yes. throughout this movie america for was sure. like getting over like you know obviously learning her how to use her powers yeah and you know mourning her parents and hopefully having that hope of like oh maybe i can maybe and then the same and then dr strange's arc was he got he's getting over christine because he knows he'll never be with her but i'll love you in every universe (laughs) that line i'm stealing that line and uh and then knowing that like okay well i'm not gonna have christine but i have this kid Mm -hmm. who and obviously she very much looks up to him 
Yeah. And then now he's like, okay, like mm-hmm. it's time to turn over a new leaf. Yeah. You know, boom. But now that he has the whole dark hold third eye thing, yeah. Clay comes. Oh, we'll see. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Um, so in the books, you know, this this has happened quite a few times and definitely happens with this character in particular that the the characters that were that are linked to her in the film do not have direct correlating links to or connections to her in the books. Like it's never it's never they're that this is the same dynamic they have. Like it's not the same. They're aware of each other. They have instances where they're in the same capacity, but they don't have the same relationship that they do in the in the film. Yeah. And so, yeah, they they don't have quite as much interaction whatsoever. Um it's in and out. It's kind of like uh, I think we mentioned this in in our uh, Rocket episode. You know, like Rocket himself doesn't have a distinct enemy. It's just whenever the Guardians has something, he's looped in by proxy. And so it's kind of the same with America. Wherever her friends go or whoever, whatever team she's on, whatever they're dealing with, she's dealing with that. Yeah. So she's far more closely affiliated to um, who I was also going to honorable mention, by the way, as her friends and family. But she's she's more closely affiliated to Kid Loki, Hulkling, wow. who is Teddy Altman, Prodigy, Marvel Boy, uh, Wiccan, and Cassie Lang, a.k.a. Stature in the comics. Which, for the record, in the MCU, <laughs> already Jack Veal as Kid Loki. It's a different Loki, technically. I don't think it's supposed to be the same Loki, but we don't know because uh. it's a multiverse. <laughs> Julian Hillard, Hilliard as uh, Wiccan, Abby Ryder Forston, Emma Furman, and Catherine Newton as Cassie Lang. Maybe she'll be Stature. We'll I don't see. know. She has we'll a see. suit already. She so. has a suit, yeah. <laughs> And then, um, you know, with the exception of Hulkling, Prodigy, and Marvel Boy, they don't have MCU debuts yet. So, more or less, that group, Young Avengers, less, you know, some kid named Kate Bishop. I hope so. <laughs> I mean, they have to do a Young Avengers yeah, film, exactly. Man. I know. I mean, that's the next reasonable step, I think, for a team of that caliber. Yeah. I did see a leak on like a potential like story of how Secret Wars would be and oh, yeah? Kang Dynasty. It's just a story leak. Yeah. Like how it potentially be. And I'm like, huh. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> dot 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 ellipses of yeah. TB. I'm not gonna TBC. tell you anything. <laughs> but I That's read fun. it and I was like, that makes sense. Interesting. I'm, I'm at, and then my next thing was like, Oh, that would be an insane looking movie. Mm. I was like, Good yeah. luck with that. I mean, they made Infinity War happen and Endgame happen, so... Which is, like, scary. Yeah. Because of, like, what's about to come in the next right. few years with this whole multiverse saga. Yeah. Well, so, we'll yeah, s- we'll see. We'll see if Sony plays nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, of course, other notable teams include the Ultimates, the West Coast Avengers, A-Force... Then A-Force is where she first started using the, the moniker Ms. America. Oh, nice. And then <clears throat> this team called the Thunderbolts. Wow. Yes. Imagine. <laughs> it's so bizarre because Hawkeye leads that version. <laughs> oh, so, it's hilarious. And this is recent. Like the this version of Thunderbolts, we're talking like 2021. Wilson Fisk is no longer the kingpin. He is... He is a, I don't know if you would call him like, 
he's he's good again. But sure. He's he's got another established role in the the city of New York because for years and decades he's been trying to own take over take yes. over yeah yes. Um, but Luke Cage is mayor of New York <laughs> or Hell's Kitchen. I don't remember which one. Both, but. That version of Thunderbolts has Hawkeye at the at the helm <laughs> with America and a few other members. That's so, interesting. Very interesting. But all of these all of these characters and all of these teams are slowly but surely becoming known names in the film spectrum. So it's kind of like, huh. It's Look a wild them. card. You Look don't don't know where it's gonna go. Um and so, you know, from there, we're going to bounce over to notable adversaries. And of course, you know, like we were just discussing with with her mothers, the big baddie when it came down to Utopian Parallel, the island. Yeah. And what is apparently the actual true origin story for America. It was all part of this guy named Mr. Gales's idea. So Mr. Gales, this is the he's a older white-haired gentleman of course mustache he almost looks like thunderbolt ross but he oh. doesn't bark as much got it <laughs> <laughs> and he was more or less a billionaire with a private island named utopian parallel and so the island's facilities harbored many girls with latent abilities and he called them starlings and so they were basically you know they were treating the edges syndrome once the edges syndrome was more or less cured the latent abilities would either manifest or they would just not turn into anything. They would just be normal people again uh, without this debilitating, de-aging, you know, whatever. Yeah. And so the the weird thing is, is that they would tattoo the girls with stars on their inner wrists. Okay, stranger things. Lots of stars. <laughs> well, I know, right? <laughs> 001, 003, 13. Um, so yeah, he, the, I, there was something about the stars. I don't know if I had missed something, but yeah, that was a common thing. And so America, in her in her common in her modern age, also had the stars on her wrists on the inside. Do we ever see her? No, her wrists. No, no not not in the film. She's wearing that long long jacket the entire time. Yeah. Um, All right. I don't know if she pulled her sleeves up. Oh yeah. But I don't remember. I yeah, don't yeah. recall seeing anything. But yeah, so he, he, Mr. Gales referred to all these girls as starlings. And um, and again, Amalia died destroying the island's portal. While uh, Elena... So there's this portal, yeah, that, that uh, Gales essentially wanted to use the ones that manifest powers. And he wanted to travel the multiverse and, you know, do the bad thing. And so um, Amalia blew that up. Elena then got shot <laughs> in the heart by Gales and then yeah he held Catalina detained her claimed her as his own uh while America got away and and uh yeah she had that PTSD we talked about which is really sad so he too has no MCU counterpart he's just a bad guy I don't know if they're gonna introduce him um that would I think for the MCU it doesn't quite make sense unless they want to take on multiverse on a smaller level because I mean, in a world where Kang exists, it's kind of like, why would they ever introduce somebody who just wanted to, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you can just never know. I don't think they'll do it, but we might see some version of it. Um, some other adversaries, of course, though. Uh, America, again, has no identifiable main adversary, but she has squared up against the following, which I think is going to kind of, you're going to be surprised by this. She's strong in the comics. Let me just say, 
She's gone up against Satana Hellstrom, Madam Mask, Exterminatrix. Exterminatrix. I think we talked about her once or Look, twice. Briefly. <laughs> and she she almost killed America, actually. Um but she's also gone against Morgan Le Fay, Modoc, Thanos, and Galactus. Wow. And still came out on the other side. Wow. <laughs> yeah. She's square have she she is like straight up punched Thanos in the face. Like she's done this. Maybe she shows him an maybe she shows him an Ant Man, bro. No, right? Maybe I was like, ah, maybe I we just catch her just like traversing. And we're like, she, right? She's like, she's, she's like, gotta be you? in there like, somewhere. And she's then bang, 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 bang. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, she's she's pretty dang powerful in the comics. Um, and so when it comes to the MCU, she doesn't have any. Again, she doesn't have any actual adversaries except for. Wanda Maximoff, a.k.a. The Scarlet Witch, portrayed by Jeffrey's wife, Elizabeth Olsen. Uh, <laughs> who we last saw in Doctor Strange and the World's Who Are Some Madness. Um, yeah, I mean, like, how do we... <laughs> the fact, I remember, I don't know if this happened to you when you saw the film, but I remember very, very distinctly... Oh, no, the one that we went to very distinctly when Wanda makes that huge mistake of mentioning her America's name. America's name, yes. And you hear people go, ooh. Yeah, I said the same thing too. In my head, I was just like, oh? I was like, he Wait. never mentioned yeah. her name. Yeah. And then and then Strange said that. And when Strange is like, yeah. Yeah, you see the, dis- <laughs> the utter disappointment, and yeah. he's also like preparing himself for like. Yeah, ah, and then Wanda was like, "Yeah, you never said her name, did you?" Yeah, and he was like, "No." Yeah, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> and, then, and then she's like, she's like, the, "Oh, is it? Oh no, her line, whatever, it's fine." Yeah, but I was gonna be like, like the hardest part wasn't the the city. It was whatever it was. And I was just like, oh, this girl is dark. I yeah. love her. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it's it, that whole their whole dynamic is also very interesting because it's like, yeah, she's the big baddie that America is like thrust into to going against, even despite like all the other people that she encounters in the multiverse. Yeah. It's all because of Wanda. So it's like. Holy smokes. I don't know. It, yeah, it, it's it's going to be an interesting thought if they ever bring, let me just say if and when, if and when they bring Wanda back, what kind of, what kind of impact is that going to make on America as a character? Yeah. Furthermore, from, you know, from, yeah. the, from that point on, like, and is she going to be bad? Maybe she's going to be good again. Who knows? We don't know. There's just so many different, I I'm not going to say plot holes, but just there's still different holes to fill. Yeah. You know, is that is that the same thing as a plot hole? But it's just like it's still there, but yeah, hope you hope it gets filled at some point. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and I think it's unfortunate that they can't answer all these questions right away because I think that's what the people want. Yeah, obviously we all want it. Yep. But yeah, how do you balance telling these new stories but also tying up these old stories? Yeah. Uh. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. So in an interesting balance of topics we're gonna jump into love interests now um so a big big component of america chavez in the comic books is that she is not only the first latina at the forefront of a comic book title yes she is also the first very open lgbtqia 
representing member of the Marvel Pride family. Hell yeah. So heck yeah um, to that. And, and you know, the, the representation on all notes is very important, both in the comics as well as the MCU, which I think Sochi like really embraces. The, like she's not afraid of that at all. Yeah. She's like, hell yeah, let's go. Yeah. Like this is, this is what the character is. This is what she's about. This is who she is and this is who she's going to be. And so um, in the books, she does have a moment where she experiments, quote unquote. Sure. <laughs> with who we mentioned in the in the top of the show, Ultimate Nullifier, who's introduced with her in this first issue. Um, but, you know, like they're on this team called the Teen Brigade together. And it's exactly what it sounds like. It's a brigade of teens. <laughs> <laughs> you know, on a team together, and and it's interesting because the way that Magneto comes into the fold is that uh, there are a couple mutants on the team, and there's this one character from, I believe she started coming up in the late '90s, early aughts. Her name was Stacy X. Okay. And her power was to like touch people, and then it's like they're taking drugs, like <laughs> like they're on like. I don't know drugs, so I don't know what names. Sure. <laughs> I mean, she, like, the they're like boat. on ecstasy, for instance. Got it. She touches them and they have that euphoric, like whatever the after effects are. Wow. And so anyway, Magneto like comes on the scene and he's like, you guys are a poor excuse for mutants. <laughs> and then, like, stuff goes down. But America herself is on another, another, um, uh, another mission. Uh, which I do have the page up here, but I'll show you in a minute. Um, but yeah, so so more or less her time with Ultimate Nullifier, whose name we don't really know. His name is apparently Maine, spelled with a Y-N-E. Okay. Uh, no last name. Uh, they they quote unquote had an experimental period. Enough said. And then from there, this is where we actually see America get into more involved, meaningful um, relationships in most importantly, uh, what seems to be her primary one, her primary one, which is with a, a woman named Ramon Watts. Um, and so Ramon herself, uh, she and Ultimate Nullifier don't have MCU counterparts yet, but Ramon hails from Wakandan origins. So her mother, Zobaye, which I don't remember, I should have looked this up, but I don't remember if she's actually in the film, but Zobaye was a member of the Dore Milaje. Oh. So Ramon is the daughter of Zobaye and Ramon is America's girlfriend. And so uh, she is from Venice, California. <laughs> Far cry from wow. Wakanda. <laughs> wow. Um, and she uh, runs a surf shop and she rented office space to Kate Bishop when she took a turn as running a Hawkeye investigations office. So. Whoa. We haven't yet covered Kate Bishop on her own, which I'm sure we will get to eventually. We definitely will. <laughs> but uh, I think we very briefly mentioned her in the Jessica Jones episode in that there is a moment in the comics where Kate full on turns into a P.I. Oh. And she takes to the West Coast, which is, you know, that's how she becomes part of the West Coast Avengers. Yes. And that's how she and America meet. Wow. Yes. And so, 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 yeah, we have yet to see Ramon in Ultimate Nullifier, but of course, Kate Bishop uh. 
didn't let didn't didn't leave her in the friends and family. I pulled her down to love interests because wow. because and I will say America and Kate have notoriously flirted in the comics. Nice. To the point where readers are literally like, wait, wait. So is this happening? Like it's like the She-Hulk scene. I was like, are you guys feeling this? Because I'm feeling this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a lot of that. If you if you <laughs> I'm gonna say this. If you Tumblr <laughs> search Kate, oh, really? Kate in America. <laughs> wow. It's like that. <laughs> I mean, they are really good friends in they're real life. Super, super, it, oh, that's true, right? Yeah, yeah they are really good friends. friends. I don't know. But also she's 26. Yeah, she's, she's, she's got some age on her. She's six. She's she's almost, she's 10 years older than her. Yeah, she is. Yeah. So while they have these, these, these moments in the comics and they never quite have an offici- official like romance. Yes. It's always skirting the line of like, uh, they're flirting, but they're never together. Um, so, but they're, they're best friends. So that's cool. So maybe that's, that's where, you know, the, they might head in the MCU. Kate Bishop, of course, portrayed by Jeffrey's other wife, Haley Steinfeld. Sorry. <laughs> and my Gwen Stacy. Um, last scene in the Hawkeye series. Uh, yeah. And so, Despite Haley and and uh, Sochi actually hanging out, there's no current knowledge or connection to America in the MCU, and there is that underlying thing of like, yeah, there's a vast age difference. So a lot of unfortunately, because of this, when the casting happened and the film came out, a lot of you know people in the LGBTQIA community were kind of upset, really, because that more or less negated the possibility of the two of them. Having uh, an on-screen romance, I guess. I mean, <laughs> sure, the age but it's difference like is like wild. Yeah, yeah, it is wild, but it's like I mean, if it doesn't work in you know in the MCU, it doesn't you know. Yeah, well, and they can they can give America an equally awesome girlfriend. Yeah, regardless I mean, of they Kate change Bishop. stuff in the movies all the time. So yeah, yeah, as long as it's you know exactly, um, it just makes sense. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. So so yeah. No Kate Bishop uh, romance either way. Either way you slice it. Um, we'll see if these two cross paths further down the line. <sighs> and so now that we have all that out of the way, <laughs> oh. let's go to less complex things like powers and paraphernalia. Oh, gosh. Um, you know, America with America, she's very much like many characters we've discussed. What you see is what you get. She's got the ability to channel interdimensional energies through her body. Um, and in the comics, she has self-propelled flight, superhuman speed, strength, longevity, and invulnerability. Um, the star portal creation, so it's interdimensional and time travel. In the comics, she can time travel. Time travel. That's a huge difference from what we know about the MCU. Yeah. Because all we know is that she can go different dimensions. Yes. But if we're talking time travel... On top of that? On top of that. Jeez. Yeah, because... Again, it's dangerous. Strange even says in No Way Home, he's like, I don't have the time stone anymore, kid. I can't go back in time. Oh, that's right. He doesn't have it anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's gone. <laughs> so. It's gone? It's gone. <laughs> yes. I was tra- sorry. I was backtracking hard. <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, wait, he lost time. it. I know he lost it twice, but I was like, wait, where did he could, lose it? I could almost see like the film in your eyes. I, like, just, I, I, I just remember now it gets destroyed, obviously, when yes. 
the second snap, yes. I use the stones to destroy the stone. Yes. So that's boom. It's and gone. I was like, okay. It's gone. But then wait, Steve, and then, oh, Steve returned the stone. And I was like, yeah. ah, there yeah, it is. Yeah, it's gone. So so if, if in fact, she has more powers that manifest the next time we see America, time travel could be part of that. So not only will she be able to interdimensional travel, she will be able to time travel. She's OP, dude. Right? Holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, on top of all that, she has energy infusion and hypercosmic awareness. What does that mean? Metaphysical insight. She can like see visions of other. Yes. Universes. Bizarre. Is that like what Strange could do when he was doing the whole four million six hundred? I think so. Like- I think that's the closest example to it. Is that she not necessarily can see into the future, but sh- if she has an idea in her head and she's like, "I want to go to Kamadaj. I'm gonna open a portal, and I'm gonna go, boom!" And then she's gonna be a Kamadaj. Versus before, she didn't really know how to, she just yes. kind of landed wherever she yes. landed, and we don't really see her manifest the ability to even foresee where she's going until she brings Wanda back. That's the first time we see it. Yeah. So she might have that as well. (laughs) This is what I meant earlier at the top of the show. And I was like, do people not realize like she is so important? Like she's the only person that can do what she does. Yes. I think when I I don't think either we're talking about this, like off camera Mm -hmm. or off mic, Mm-hmm. Or we said this in another episode. I was just like, there, there can be another Captain America. There can be another Iron Man. Yeah. Uh, there can't be another America Chavez. Nope. Because you, you, you can't make that. Yeah. You can't make that in a lab. Yep. You can't be born with it. Yep. She's literally the only person of her kind that can yeah. traverse the multiverse. Yeah. And then if she can time travel. Yep. She's basically a MacGuffin. Like, yeah. you know, to the MCU or whoever's, you know. So, yep. Gross. Yeah. She's very gross. important. I I Yeah. She does I think she she has to have at least a solo project. I think they they're underplaying it on purpose. Maybe. I think they are. I really Maybe. do think they are. And and yeah, we don't we at the moment have no idea where this kid's going to show up next. Yeah. And I think that plays into the character story. Yeah, because there's there's this, all these elements of surprise. Yeah, all she, of these options that they could possibly give her. Yeah, she can literally pop up anywhere. Yeah, she can, and it would make sense. I mean, she's which like, is the the nuttiest part. She's like Deadpool; she can pop up anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine? Oh, uh, yeah. So so we'll see if she manifests Gosh. any of these other powers. But I honestly think they're downplaying her and they've left all of these key traits out on purpose. Is this like, I'm like thinking like, is it, you, know, <laughs> you know when people ask like, what superpower do you want? Right. If you were is super this the power you would And I'm want? like, damn, this is kind of like a <laughs> sick power, but it's right. also like, it could be a lonely one. Yeah. Like I, as, the, as they show in the movie. I immediately get the vibe she's, absolutely lonely like immediately you get that in the movie she's like she's yeah like, how many universes have you been to she's yeah. like what, what was the number it's like 37 or something yeah and that's a lot yeah out of the infinite ones that there are she's mm-hmm. i was like i just yeah i can't find a yeah. home because my home i yeah i she sent has them no out home. yeah <laughs> yeah she's so just a straggler it's probably the most useful uh friggin power but 
It's probably the most loneliest one. To what it's, end? It's, 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 like, it's, like a, it's like having like the thing of like, do you, would you, do you want to live forever? Yeah. Like, ne- do you want to never get old? And so, like, everyone always says, I wish I was this age, da 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 da. Yeah. But it's like, okay, you'll live forever. Yeah. But, but then all your friends and family are yeah. going to pass already. Exactly. And then it's like, what are you going to do now? Right. You're going to be, say, you're going to be 35 forever. Yeah. There's a Twilight Zone episode about that. Yeah. Yeah. So and it's like, are you going to be, do you, you want to be 35 forever? And it's like, damn. I think they even say it in an interview with a vampire. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I think so. I think Lestat, when he's like bartering with Louis. Not the show, but the movie. Yeah. And in the book, like, you know, like, immortality isn't easy. You see, yeah, like it, you see people, people die. It's not as good, it's not yeah. as cool as you think. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you have to live throughout all these ages. But yeah, it, and, and, and similarly with America, yeah, I feel like she traverses the multiverse because she's looking for some semblance of home. And in her case, home might be where her mothers are. So it's it's not necessarily a place. It's a it's people yeah and so she just keeps jumping and it's like oh yeah she's cool. lonely mm. yeah but she's lonely it's so sad and she's just a baby yeah you know what she, what isn't a baby though is how she first appeared in the comics <laughs> because her aesthetic is very different um really? at least it was in the very 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 beginning and so like i mentioned you know she's she's a little older in the comics so with that sort of age uh range she's presented much differently um, so I'm going to show this to you. This is literally her first, f- f- you know, face facing panel. Scandy. Oh my gosh. So this is 18, 18 years. I know. Why? It's the comic book artwork. Gosh. <laughs> even the posi- even the posing. I'm just like, ay, ay, ay. So she's introduced very scantily clad, uh, in her garb, slightly in her garb, but definitely more in her posing um but yeah you know like america in in general is all about the red white and blue but lest we forget the american and puerto rican flags are very much the same so it's interesting right it's an interesting thought that people i think immediately associated america oh red white and blue oh stars stripes great oh america and it's like no (laughs) her name is america but she's representing the puerto rican flag chavez Chavez, exactly. <laughs> Chavez. Chavez. <laughs> Guys, Chavez. Come on. <laughs> yeah, put it together. Yeah, so uh, she she wears those colors practically in everything. So even if she's not wearing a quote-unquote uniform, she's in red, white, and blue in some yeah. way. That jean uh, jacket is fire. I love that jean jacket. <laughs> Surprised they don't have a version of I, it yet. <laughs> sh- I should just make one. You should just make it. it it'd be dope. Um, yeah, so the big three color palette, stars and stripes surprisingly tasteful most of the time uh and even similar to the original miss miss america's outfit her chest symbol miss america like had this little emblem that looked like what america has worn on her bodice i guess where it's got some stars and then it's blue and then the stripes go down uh vertically but uh miss america's looked like the timely comics shield so once upon a time, Cap had that sharp shield. Yes. Remember? And then they like retconned it because it looked like a DC character shield. Yes. <laughs> I remember like that, that yeah. vaguely. Yes. And so the timely, before Timely Comics became Marvel Comics, they had a very specific logo and it looked like Miss America's emblem, which then kind of almost got absorbed into America's outfits. But again, they 
say it's not related and they're not related, but they do have a lot in common. So I don't know. I object. I think they do have a lot of similarities, um, but unintentionally, like maybe ah, we'll see. Um, but yeah, it's she's very much Puerto Rican flag. Miss America was obviously Miss America, so I think they have some similarities. But she's always got that look yeah. to her, which is pretty cool. And so the, the yeah the MCU version is quite similar to the comic book version. Um, they clearly made her a little more demure because of her age, so she's not as scandy as this version. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> she doesn't have cleavage and she's not I, showing I her midsection. You don't need that. Yeah, she's not booty <laughs> shorts. Thankfully, yeah, no, she's she's jeans, t-shirt, jacket, kaboom. Um, and of course, uh, you know, in the MCU, the nice little nuance they added was the pride flag pin for her mother's as well as get to be determined uh, interests of her own. So that's pretty awesome. More representation where we need it. (sighs) And then from there, I mean, there's not much more to discuss as far as her aesthetic goes, but in other versions and other media, uh, this character is actually, she's featured in a lot. I feel like maybe people don't realize this. So she was not only in a number of uh, multimedia, but she was... She was a main player in the Marvel Rising series. It was the Secret Warriors uh, season. And she was voiced by Sierra Ramirez. Um, Her origin story in that series was interesting because her home dimension was attacked by the Kree. Mm. And you know the Kree. Yeah. So it's like Ronan the Accuser and and the Blue Folks. Um, Yeah. So that's that's how things went down there. And then she was teleported by her mother's for her safety before they were killed by Hala, the accuser. Whoa. So Hala is another primary Kree character. I believe Hala was in the Guardians of the Galaxy Telltale game. Um, so they they really pulled in some space elements for that cartoon. Um, while in the video game spectrum, she's in quite a few. She's in six to date. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, including Lego Marvel's Avengers, Avengers Academy, I missed that game. That was a cute game. <laughs> it was a mobile game, and they're they're all younger versions of themselves. Oh wow! And I don't know. I don't. I've never played Sims, but I would imagine it's kind of like Sims. I where, barely played it. Yeah, you. They're just all doing their own thing, uh. and then you're tapping on a character, and they're having dialogue. Whatever. Um, Marvel Future Fight, which is currently out. Marvel Puzzle Quest still out. Um, Lego Marvel Superheroes too. Uh, which is a great game as well. Marvel Strike Force and Marvel Contest of Champions, which was pretty much Marvel's game of the year like two years ago, I think. Now they've moved on to Marvel Snap, uh, which is kind of like a card game. I'm kind of obsessed with it now, actually. <laughs> it's really cool. I've never played a card game before, but America's on the splash image. So she's very prominent in that too. Um, and that brings us to the future of the character in the MCU. I mean... We've talked about We've this. Talked about it. This is the entire episode, so it's yeah, it's. But what is what is your bet? Where do you definitively think we're gonna see her next? She deserves to be. She needs. She deserves the Wong treatment. Yeah. And as she, she needs to be in as many projects as possible I agree. that relates to, you know, her yeah. her powers. Yeah. So, whether it's. Because she doesn't just deserve like a solo movie. Yeah. Like that's not gonna 
you know, because she's such a pivotal part in this. I think she's a pivotal part in this multiverse saga that they're doing. Yeah. And her, her powers are literally multiversal. Yeah. So it's like, it's her and Kang, pretty, you know, you know, <laughs> yeah. like her and, and then, you know, Ant-Man with the quantum and stuff. But yeah. Uh, Do you have a realistic prediction? I want, I, 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 I want to have one, but I feel like she just needs to. Like, I want all of it for her. I want yeah. her to have a movie. I want her to have a show. Yeah. Um, I just feel like a movie just so, you know, it works better amongst mm-hmm. all the other projects. But I don't think she would. I don't know if they would do a solo movie yeah. for her just because of, you know, how it is. Not because, like, she's a bad character or a bad yeah. actor. It's just the whole, like, can it sell? Can it Yeah. Can it open? Yeah. Da, 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 da. Can, she, can we yeah. open with just... Sochi Gomez as the titular character. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. in my opinion, yeah, you can, but mm, the world might not think that. No. Sucks. I think uh, I think they could get away with a series. Series? Or just have her just... Or a co- special presentation. Yeah. Or just have her come <laughs> up prominently in just so yeah. many different projects. Yeah. You know? Like, the way people love Wong and come in and yeah. everything. The way, even with Hulk. Yeah. You know, with Banner just yeah. coming up, yeah. how we did. Just... Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I don't know. I can't give because I want her to pop up in as many as <laughs> she can. I will say, though, I do think that there's a there's a good chance we will see her in Ant-Man just by association. But that's, I don't know. I feel like. I mean, she's been working. Yeah. She's been working, working. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, that's, but that's the, aside, aside Ant-Man, if not Ant-Man, I might put my money on Marvels. I was thinking that too. I don't mm-hmm. know how or what because I don't know the yeah. story. We don't know the story. Yeah. But that yeah. would also make sense because and as we saw at the we end can, of Miss Marvel, yeah. there was some sort of yeah. switcheroo thing yeah. going on. Like, was it time-based? Yeah, was exactly. It, we don't know. And and that gives us an opportunity to see her and her dynamic with Iman, Iman Vellani as Ms. Marvel. Yeah. So I think that'd be a pretty cool turnout, to be honest. But that it still seems so far away. It's like, oh, we haven't seen her since December. And it's like, well, that's actually not that long ago. It's barely a year. So Wow, it has which been. is also kind of wild to think about. It's been a year since we've last seen this character. Um Holy. and who knows when we'll see her again. It could be next month or the next two months, or it could be next summer. In the soonest. Crazy. <laughs> um and then there's almost was. So this is, I was kind of surprised. I couldn't find any notable mentions, but uh, apparently thousands of young girls auditioned for this role. Uh, Sochi has also been quoted saying it was months between her initial audition submission. So I guess they did the thing where they're like, here's a role you can audition for. Send in your video. They still do that. Marvel still <laughs> yeah. does that, all right? so like, funny. <laughs> I'm like, dude, how do we get in on this? So she she submitted her, her audition and then didn't hear back, I think, for three, three to six months. So she thought, ah, oh, didn't happen. But then she got tapped again. And then her uh i don't know if you know the story but her on she had an on screen on stage on set screen test with benedict cumberbatch in doctor strange's outfit dang <laughs> i mean this is like pandemic right like yeah. this is during pandemic so so it kind of makes sense so yes yeah, so she was flown to london i guess yes is the story and then they brought her on to screen test with him and they're like nope 
you got jo- you got the job and then she started working wow almost immediately i didn't know that yeah so good for her she was hired days later and the rest is history hell yeah <laughs> um and so that steers us into the final uh segment which is suggested reading um and so you know like i mentioned i i i've only read so much of this character but i do have enough to to kind of mention some what i feel are notables um including West Coast Avengers, published in August 2018 from Kelly Thompson and artist Stefano Caselli and Triona Farrell. Um, this is some good old double Hawkeye fun. So both Hawkeyes are in it uh, with a pinch of characters, a character named Fuse, uh, as well as America Chavez and Gwenpool <laughs> of all characters. So she's in it too, which means Jeffrey the Land Shark is there somewhere, <laughs> which I love. Um Marvel Voices Infinity Comic, number eight specifically, but there are a number of these with America in them. Go check them out. Uh, this one was published in July 2022 from writer Anthony Oliveira, uh, Oliveira and artists Jenthro Morales and Yen N- Nitro. Um, this is where we learned of the retconned origin story. Uh, and so the Voices title itself also uh, tends to focus on diversity and inclusion of Marvel's character spectrum. So definitely check those out. Uh, America Chavez, Made in the USA, uh, published in March 2021 from writer Kalinda Vasquez and artists Carlos Gomez and Jesus Orbitov. Um, That's kind of where you get the vibe of the retcon as well as uh, a lot of Catalina and, and the origin story that happens there. And then Thunderbolts. Published in August 2022. That was just last summer, wow. guys. Um, from writer Jim Zub and various artists. So this is a new version of the familiar team namesake. Um, and so, like I mentioned, this version of the Thunderbolts had Hawkeye, Spectrum, America Chavez, Power Man, Persuasion, and Guts and Glory. <laughs> it is a name. So it's like Icarus. It's Guts and Glory. Gut- oh, jeez. <laughs> You can't even blame that one on the 70s. And so, yeah, like I mentioned, they're unified by former Kingpin Wilson Fisk and the Thunder. They call them the Thunder, by the way. The Thunder? The Thunder. Go ahead. They're bringing the Thunder. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And they're doing their damnedest to protect Mayor Luke Cage's New York streets. So with that... That's the end of the show. What? <laughs> yes. Thanks for listening, guys. Wow. Um, next episode. So technically, this is the end of season, quote unquote, two, <laughs> uh, a.k.a. 2022. And so like last year, we'll end the year with a Marvel mashup of all of our goofy, funny, memorable moments. So if you have anything in particular you loved most from this last year, let us know. Yeah. We'll get her included. Um. And as always, a We Are Groot salute to Claire, Laura, Melanie, Ed, Andrea, Katie, Jenny, Robin, Andrew, Ashley, Joe, Liz, Ariel, The Rock Nerd, Tyler, and Nats. Follow us on social at STRKCNTRST. And if you like what you hear, review, rate, and subscribe. And since is our last one, because the last one before the end of the year is just a, yeah. a mashup, we will... See you guys in the new year. Next year. <laughs> Weird. Thanks for listening to us. Thanks. And we continue to do this for you guys. Yes. Thank you. See ya. See ya. Bye. Bye. 
Stephen? I'm glad I fell into your universe. So am I, kid. So am I. <laughs>